everybody. Welcome to Tune Time with Megan and Jojo. I'm Jojo. And I'm Megan. And today we are talking about sticking, sticking around. around. Woo! Real mature, scradly. Um, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys! <laughs> Dill is the MVP of this yeah. show. God. Yeah. Also, um, yeah. Sticking around. Um, really... I enjoyed this show because it was like, whenever I would think of somebody would say like, use your imagination or I always thought of this show. This show reminds me of using your imagination and just like letting your thoughts go wild. Mm -hmm. Because it was almost like this show was uh, a blank slate. And then as you were watching the show, the show would get animated. Like, and you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly Because it starts off, it's kind of plain, but then it's like what the characters imagine and then it takes the show down different paths yeah. and into different worlds and well, it's just interesting because it's literally like stick okay the show's called sticking around it's literally just um like stick people basically um in this world where the, the animation style i guess could maybe be considered like i don't want to say crude because like i feel like that's kind of insulting but it's not as uh i think crude is a good word though maybe i mean it's just it's not as like detailed and like yeah i mean it seems a little more like um like kind of sketchy basic no no not basic but yeah like sketchy sketchy, you know like it's 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 almost like um um i don't know like forgive me if i'm not using the right term or whatever but it's not it doesn't seem necessarily like it's the final product in terms of like the visual style but i think that like lends Mm -hmm. to the whole thing of like like you were saying of how it's just the kids imagination that really like drives the show and how it like the world sort of develops as they're going into like so many different directions so i i feel i feel like it doesn't like it definitely lends to the style of the show um mm-hmm. but okay let's let's just uh give a quick little recap of the show um of what it's all about before we get too too deep into it um so it's a canadian animated um television show uh, it was pr- produced by yeah. nelvana <laughs> uh yeah nelvana um which did they also do yvonne of the yukon nelvana maybe oh i don't, don't know don't quote me on that, that but like it's definitely a name you're familiar with seeing at the beginning of various children's television shows if you're in Canada. Um, and it originally aired on YTV uh, and also on ABC in Australia um, in 1996. And then uh, it was picked up by Cartoon Network in 2002. So, oh, and fun, okay, it aired on the Disney Channel in Japan. So this is like a quite a quite an international show. It ended up having quite a reach despite its humble Canadian beginnings. Um and before it became like a fully developed series, uh, it was a uh, a series of 1-minute vignettes that appeared on CBS in 1994. And so basically the show uh, is about two best friends um named Stacy and Bradley and Stacy is sort of like She's a bit more, well, she's like quite intelligent. Like she likes, uh, as we'll see in the episodes coming up, she likes like classic films. Um, she has like a bit of like a more um, advanced vocabulary, if you will, which she likes to throw around. Like she's smart and she knows it kind of thing. So that's like 
who mm. Stacy is. And then her friend Bradley is just like this kind of like, mm, I feel like he's not like a bad kid, but I feel like he's, you know, that kid that kind of like always like, despite that their best efforts, like, gets into boy. trouble. Yeah. And yeah, like he's like a troublemaker, like despite his best efforts. Like, I don't think he seeks to like always be in trouble, but he just sort of like ends up always at the principal's office or whatever. So Mm-hmm. Um, he's really into burping out loud in class. Yeah, <laughs> He'll bel- he's just belching all the time. And Stacy's like catchphrase. She's always like, "Real mature, Bradley," or yeah. whatever. No, that's what she said. Because she's always like calling him out for being like rowdy or being a kid or whatever. And then yeah, like Stacy, she's just not having any fun because she's boring. No, she's not boring, but she likes to think that no, she's she cool. like she cool. She likes to think that she's like more mature than she is, but really, like at, when it comes down to it, like she can get pretty pretty gross too you know but anyway so that's just like sort of the contrast between them and basically yeah the show kind of stems from both of their imaginations i think stacy might slightly be more the lead narrator because i feel like we see like her kind of family and life a little bit more than bradley and like bradley's kind of always there Mm. um so i don't know i think it is maybe uh, if I'm remembering correctly, and from My what I saw, episode was from Bradley's point of view. Yeah, but I feel like Stacy is sort of like the anchor point that we always go back to. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so yeah, so the show just like stems from their imagination, and um, it's just like the the real plot, or like if we ignore what kind of happens when they kind of go off in their into their world, the things that actually happen in the show are just very like basic like everyday things that happen to elementary school kids like uh i don't know um there's like a test that they have to study for or whatever you know it's just like the the when the nugget of the plot is always something like very real and like everyday and kind of mundane and then it just sort of gets blown out into this crazy adventure when we dive into their imagination so i think that's like part of the charm and like the fun of the show and definitely like the appeal for kids um so yeah i mean we can we can get into it yeah also uh nelvana didn't do ivana the yukon i oh. just did a look okay did they do but they did a did they do fuck rupert? ton of shows did they do rupert rupert bear Yes. Okay. That's what that's they, what I'm thinking. They did of. Rupert. Okay. Sixteen, Tintin, <gasps> Babar, okay. Pippi Lonstocking. Wow, 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 wow. The Backyardigans, Franklin, Bakugan, oh Beyblade. Hell yeah, gangster. Hell what yeah. up? Shout out to Beyblade. Beyblade. Bernstein Bears. Okay. They did everything. Okay, so class of the Titan. Oh. What the fuck? <gasps> Clone High, Cyber Chase. Oh my god, class oh, of we the gotta, Titans. We gotta do this list. Yeah. Like, this list has everything we Are need we to do. Are we starting an Elvana podcast? Like, fuck the rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh They're fairly god. odd parents. Oh, what? Okay. They did all the Franklin stuff. Wild. Alright, so I guess Hot even wheels, if you weren't in boys. Canada, you know about Elvana, I guess. Oh, damn. Jacob Tutu. That was a weird one. Jacob Tutu? That's like very it. Montreal, though. Little Bear. Oh, Little Bear. Little Bear was dope. I love that theme song. Yeah, it's really calming. Okay. Uh, Magic School Bus. Oh, oh my God. This. Yeah, anyways. Okay. Ned's Newt. <laughs> Ned's Newt. <laughs> okay, wow. Um, so stay tuned for our Nelfana podcast coming at you 2020. <laughs> no, but for real, we need to tackle that list in great detail. 
Yeah. Anyways. I'm going to send you this list. Yeah, send it to me. Okay, anyways, getting back to sticking around. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, so I guess we could start with our episodes. Jay, do you want to go? Uh, Sure, I'll go first. Um, So my episode was called The Good, The Bad, and The Bradley. And uh, so it starts off, uh, they're just in class. Yeah. And uh, they're... Well, they're doing math stuff so like uh, trigonometry I think the the triangle stuff yeah I think so so they're doing cosine and sin shit whatever I don't know that's <laughs> the thing is like I identified with this because Bradley's like what is she saying cosine hippopotamus what and I'm like yeah that was math class for me I didn't understand shit I think yeah I wrote that too in my notes I wrote like honestly same in math class <laughs> yeah yeah, and then he's like, man, she's like speaking alien. So he pictures her, he pictures the teacher as this like alien and then they're like, him and Stacy are in space and now this is one of their first like imagination trips of the episode. And he's like, man, it's like talking to an alien. So they're on this alien planet. And then Bradley just goes, I wonder if she speaks burp and, and belches in the teacher's face, but imagining her as an alien. Well... Basically kind of gets himself in trouble because like the teacher alien comes back and you've got the she's got the principal with her. He is and this scary. guy Yeah, like I don't know, he looks like he's cuz the thing is the people are animated yeah. kind of weird. Some of them are really weirdly animated. He looks like he's like uh a snail or something <laughs> like without a shell or like like a, a slug or a well, worm they like just got a very long shapeless body he um his name is and he's very lurch like yeah i was just gonna What's say it reminds me of lurch from the adams family but his name is but like not fun and endearing like really mean his name is principal coffin yeah right 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 um so yeah he, and he always talks like hmm hello bradley you are going to detention yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's like, just like a real dick. And um, <laughs> so basically, he comes to put Bradley in detention, but then uh, the teacher, what's the teacher's name? Oh, uh, wait, I'm on Get Mrs. Back to me Mobley. On that one. Mrs. Mobley. Mrs. Miss Mobley. Mobley. Anyways, Miss Mobley. So uh, the principal's explaining to Bradley, like, oh, I hate kids and blah, blah, blah. And. Normally, I would put you in detention, but Miss Mobley has been going to some sort of alternative behavior study thing. And he's talking about, like, this alternative discipline thing. Mm -hmm. And Miss Mobley goes on about how, like, if you give kids more responsibility, um, you know, they'll, they'll be smart about it. They won't abuse their power. It'll help them mature. And right away, I'm like, eh, no, kids are dicks. Um, well, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely whatever. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> but so I, I do think is, there is like some truth to it. Like, if you do give like a kid oh, yeah. like some responsibility, it can help like, them. Like, make them in charge of the bake sale or something. Well, but not don't even make just them that, a hall like, monitor. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> That's too much. That's too much. Dep- Making depends, a kid yeah. the, the, the policeman of the school. Didn't you want to be a hall monitor? He, he, <laughs> I think we talked about this in the Fillmore episode. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to basically Be start a little hall monitor unit at our school because of Fillmore. Did you think really that really inspired me? Did you think that like if you started that, that you'd never be in class like the Fillmore kids? Yeah, because you'd oh, have I so thought, many crimes I thought to we'd solve. be out of class. We'd be in our fucking policeman <laughs> headquarters in the back corner of the principal's office. Oh my god! And we'd just be like waiting for people to call us to do shit. Yeah. Uh, good God. Yeah. No. Well, but anyways, Miss Mobley believes that if she gives Bradley some responsibility, he'll smarten up, and so they make him the hall monitor, and he's basically going around, and he's it's like Dirty Harry style. It's good, the bad, and the Bradley, right? So he's like the hall monitor, sheriff of of the halls, of the Weston halls, and um, at this point, he's just out like busting people and burping in people's faces and stuff, and. Stacy's got her dog in school, which Frank. we'll get to later. But like, yeah, she's always got her dog around Frank, yeah. who's like, I don't know, a really overweight wiener dog. Yeah, maybe. I think, yeah, that is what um, he is. Get it? Like Frank, like a sausage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But he's um, really fat. Yeah. So, yeah, this entire thing takes place in a Western town and Frank's got like a, a longhorn set of antlers on him kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like a... Like, like a longhorn bull. And uh, anyways, Bradley starts to write her up for having a dog in school. And then, like, uh, one of the guys goes by down the hall eating cheesies or cheese poopers, as they call them in the show. Um, is it- and then Bradley's like, ha this, this is a job for... Wait for it. He goes into a closet and then, like, at regular speed, changes into a superhero outfit. <laughs> like, takes him, like, a couple seconds, you know. Stacy's waiting on him. Comes out dressed as uh, I can't remember what he says, mm. but uh, he's like, "I'm faster than a skateboard, as strong as something smells." And uh, he, anyways, he goes and he like busts this guy for eating cheesies in the hall. Um, and this is where like everybody starts finding out that Bradley's the hall monitor because he's like, "You can't have my cheese poopers." And then he's like, "I'm the hall monitor. I'm gonna write you up, biatch." Um, so yeah, and he basically just goes like mad with power. Yeah, yeah, this is where it all kind of like goes out of control because then the wheelchair girl, what's her name? Mm, I'll get back. Melody. Anyways. Melody. Melody zooms by in her wheelchair because she's late for class because she's in a fucking wheelchair and the school's probably not accessible enough for her and she probably struggles to get up the stairs in her fucking wheelchair. Well, Bradley's like, aha, I need to uh, pull her over for speeding. So like... This now goes into a like Miami Vice cop chase style thing. Like they're in a sports car. Mm-hmm. Stacy's like riding on the back of, of Melody's wheelchair. Like they're always together, these two. They're always riding around. And uh, so Bradley gives her a speeding ticket. And then she's like, but I wasn't speeding or I wasn't running down the halls. I was rolling because she's in a wheelchair, obviously. But then, so they're like, oh, well, we'll take it to court. And so Bradley goes to court where he's the judge, he's the jury, he's the lawyers for the opposition. So he basically just finds her guilty without any chance to argue. So it's really starting to spiral out of control. We're losing. She lost. She didn't get a fair trial. Um, So it's just like Bradley's out of control on this one now. Mm -hmm. He Um, needs to be stopped. 
Yeah, he needs to be stopped. Well, this is where shit gets out of control, too out of control for Bradley, because he's like basically taking it all on himself. At this point, we see Dill go by, and he's like, "Hey, you guys!" He really he's yelling all the time. I think like maybe I don't know. I I'm, this character might not have aged as well because he seems a little slow. Oh, I was gonna like, say you're reminding me of you. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> because of, no, but I don't think he. I don't think he seems slow. Like I, I think he's just like a fuck, a kid who has no volume control. Like you, you did the same thing. Like you'd walk into the room and have like no concept of like how a lower. Yeah, but whatever look at your look at the lines. Be. The lines coming off of him. He's shaking all the time. He's like a, uh, like a kid on Ritalin kind of thing. You know, oh, like an ADD know. kid. Like I didn't get that from him. Really, I think he's just loud. Well, there's there's something going on with him. Well, I don't know. what was going on with you? Tell us. <laughs> You're just loud. Holy I definitely. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, listen. Hi, Stacy. <laughs> so, so the problem with Dill coming by is he's so fucking loud. Yeah. And they're trying to hide the fact that Frank the dog is mulling around and Frank the dog has been in all the trash cans eating all the trash food and he is fucking stuffed and he's ready to blow and he just comes by and he's like hey you guys why is Frank here you gotta get rid of him ah! and they're like oh my god Dale shut up and then like <laughs> Frank proceeds to just spew his guts all over the floor god. and like there's this big thing of puke and Dill sees it and he's starting to gag. And then oh uh, Bradley's God. like, ah, this is a job for old Western guy. I can't remember the name. Anyways, um, so we go back to like the Wild West sort of world. And uh, so he's getting ready to like, I don't know, get rid of the puke. And the puke turns into some like giant blob that looks kind of like a green pizza the hut from Spaceballs. Yeah. Hey, it's. Pizza the Hut. Yeah, I wrote Barf Mafia um, in, in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, so doesn't like, he turn then, into Stick Tracy at one point? <laughs> Stick I wrote Tracy. Stick Tracy. Oh, that's probably what this is. Oh, that's oh, I wrote down. I wrote down the name because all the the names are funny, and his um, sheriff name is Wyatt Burp. Yeah. Instead of Wyatt Earp. Okay. So he's like, he's fighting the uh, the Barf Monster. Mm. Dill has had enough and he proceeds to barf and creates another barf monster. <laughs> and so it's one of these things where people see it and smell it and it starts the chain reaction of everybody starts spewing. Um, so Dill is down, Stacy's next, and then the two bullies show up and they're like, I don't know, they're making water balloons. Yeah. And uh, Bradley's like, I need these. And accidentally gets them wet. So like, you know they're gonna want to get him back for it later mm. but so oh yeah now he's stick tracy and it's like this mob standoff with uh with the bullies yeah and so basically they're gonna throw a bomb at him but it's it's representing their water balloon and they get in some weird chase and he's basically gonna lure them to throw the water balloon at the puke monster or some some sort of elaborate scheme well when they round the corner and smell the puke the two bullies are like oh no 
and then they spew. So now we've got like an army of goober monsters that are just roaming around and it's like mafia style at this point. So Bradley gets in a in a tank. I suppose he's armed with some water balloons at this point or something. Yeah. And so he pretends he's in this tank and he's gonna like blow them away. And then Principal Coffin shows up and he's like, and he's ready to go. And so everybody's spewing. Bradley's like losing it. He might spew. He uh, drops the water bomb on the principal and Miss Mobley and everybody and essentially breaks Miss Mobley's heart because all she wanted to do was give him a chance and he ruined it. Mm -hmm. And Principal Coffin feels justified in his more aggressive punishment tactics. And it's just a, it's just a, Bad day for Bradley. He fucked up. Yeah. I mean... Bradley. That's often the so, way these things go. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty standard. Like, nobody gets hurt. No. It's just like... It's just him being silly. So then at the end of the episode, everybody's like... Well, it starts off with the bullies. They're like, <laughs> we're going to get back at you for fucking up our water balloons or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like the camera pulls out and it's Stacy and, and uh, Melody. And they're like, no, not if we get at him first. And then it pulls out. It's like Ms. Mobley's there and all the people that he busted and fucked with were there. And they're like, no, we're going to fucking throw water balloons at him. And then it's like at the end, it's Mr. Coffin, Principal Coffin. He's like, you're all going to have to wait in line for that one. <laughs> or something. Yeah, like that. basically. Because like they all want to fuck Bradley up. Well, listen, <laughs> like, you know, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, he kind of he kind of earned it. Yeah, he deserves it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever, uh, whatever. But yeah, no, this is this. That's is all fun. there really is to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like a lot happens still in just like a short. Yeah. Well, that's it. Because they always go to these different these different sub worlds. I don't know these little imagination mm -hmm. worlds. So they went to uh, the West. They went to the Dick Tracy like detective one. Det yeah. Like they noir. went to. They went to space. Mm -hmm. They went to. They were in school. So already we're at four. Miami Vice. Oh yeah, the the chase five, uh, the superhero six. Mm. So we're like six or seven different worlds yeah. or like switch ups in ten minutes. It was a ten minute episode, eleven minute episode. Yeah, and mine is like oh, quite similar. Yeah. Well, I think they're all like relatively similar, yeah. but um, yeah. I guess I'll segue into mine then. Um, mine is called yeah. um, Casablanca'ster. Basically, mine has less of a plot. It's more just Stacy. The whole episode is basically Stacy and Bradley um, arguing back and forth about whose type of movies are better. Um, and so basically Bradley is saying that like action movies are better. Like I wrote down one of the titles of the movies he's talking about. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, so I he, wrote him down too, and wrote, I lost um, my notes. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote like, uh, or he said that like his favorite movie is like Exploding Man Eaters on Wheels. So it's about like killer cars that eat people, and you know, so he likes those types of like over the top action movies. Um, and then Stacy's like, no, like nothing beats the classics. So she's into like all these sort of like black and white, like old classic movies. So like. Casablanca, for example, but they call it like Casablanca Stare. Um, so 
basically the whole episode is just sort of like going back and forth, each one describing their favorite type of movie, and then the other one kind of like jumping in and be like, no, 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 and taking over kind of thing. So there's not really much of a plot and it doesn't really go anywhere. It sort of just escalates to like, I don't know, nothing really. Like it's just back and forth for like the whole episode, but it's just really funny like how they play with all these like movies and because all the movies that they're talking about are like relatively adult as well. So it's sort of like interesting to see how a kid would interpret these movies made for like adults and then they're putting their own like sticking around twist on it with like the word plays and stuff like that so like mm, yeah so like Casablanca stare <laughs> and then Bradley is playing uh Rick Stick <laughs> and um <laughs> then obviously my boy Dill is um playing Sam so he's like on the piano and like Bradley walks in and he's like play it Sam <laughs> and then Dill starts playing chopsticks like you know like it's really funny um, and then Bradley gets like fed up of it like as Stacy's explaining like the plot of Casablanca to him and he's like yeah whatever so then he basically turns into like Robocop and is describing that and then Stacy gets like sick of it and then it's like okay you know what no like fuck this let me tell you about Ginger Stickler and Frank Astaire <laughs> so um, then they kind of that kind of morphs into like her dancing with her dog Frank but like Frank as if he were Fred Astaire in the movie Top Hat so then that's like a whole thing and then Bradley comes back with like Godzilla and like sort of like Jurassic Park um and then Stacy brings it back to like Frank and Wiener. So then she's like Igor helping uh, Frank as Dr. Frankenstein create a monster. Uh, and it's, it's, I just wrote Lance. What did I, why? Why did I just write Lance? I don't know. <laughs> fuck I don't know oh god well anyways listen Uh, I think at this point in the episode too like all the movies start to like blend together so then we see Dill again and he's still playing the piano and like they're like hit it again Dill hit it again and he's like jeez you guys (laughs) how many times do I have to play this song like you know so he makes me laugh like I love Dill (laughs) uh it's Jay, it's like you though. Like you're like, hey, Frank's over here, but you're like, hey dad, like what color's the couch? It's blue. Ha <laughs> ha like Oh. <laughs> uh, wow. Like that's okay. just No, but it's just like I don't think there's any I'm um, here I am. I'm like, something's wrong with Dill, and you're like, um, <laughs> Dill's you, and I'm like, uh oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't, but I don't think something's wrong with Dill. I think he's just like a normal kid who like doesn't understand. Like sometimes you need to be quiet, and sometimes you need to not draw attention to certain details. But he's just like an honest, loud kid. I don't eh. know. That's how I saw him. Mean, he just remi- like to an extreme, though. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's a freaking cartoon. Everything's to an extreme. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe I'm just in denial. Oh, anyway. But there's like funny little... um, Yeah, anyways. (laughs) There's funny little things in this episode too. Like, you know, people are like... 
or like Bradley will be kind of trying to take the thing one way and then Stacy will try and be bringing it back. So they make all these sort of like references to like, this is supposed to be in black and white and whatever. Um, yeah, the whole time, like Stacy's character is in black and white. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Bradley's fully animated and in color. Yeah. Well, because so they're always in their own sort of little world. Yeah, exactly. And then they sort of intersect with each other, which is really funny. Um, and then Bradley like ends up turning into like Rambo, and then it goes into like Speed. So all these like classic action movies. Um. And he says something like, oh, like the brakes are wired to the bomb or, you know, it's basically, it's just like, it's speed, but. Yeah, this is just stuff. like a montage of movie references. It's truly just that, like, there's not really like a, a plot here. And then. My I see f- why you picked this episode. <laughs> um, and then my favorite part of the episode is when we see Dill as the fan of the opera. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which is so funny because oh, he's so fucking loud. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote like Dill is Phantom of the Opera. Ha <laughs> Good old Dill. <laughs> and my notes. And yeah, so basically this episode just is like a, a montage of like movie clips battling it out for like dominance but nobody really wins in the end and like there's not really like a conclusion like no one concedes I don't know. It's just them like having a ball, yeah, for a while, and then it stops. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Good, harmless fun. Yeah, no, this is it. Whereas, like, I would say yours had a bit of a lesson. Like, don't be a dick to your friends, or like, then you know, like, you're gonna get your just desserts or just water balloons. But um, this one didn't really have an episode, uh, a meaning, or. A lesson. It was just kind of like, <laughs> how many movie <laughs> references can we fit into ten minutes? But there were quite a few. There was a lot, yeah. But I thought it was really fun. I liked it. It gave me a chuckle. Oh, yeah. But this is again one like that. Probably watching it when I was young, I would be like, okay. But now watching it back as with like all the basically like understanding what each reference is actually related to like i don't know it's just fun to get references i mean i guess that's why people put them in it's like a thrill like drugs man no but it's a little dopamine hit you're like i know that yeah no but i don't know it's just like a Uh, little hit me with that (laughs) it is though it is like a thrill though and you like you're like oh my god like i know what that's from like i don't know you just feel like like smart and like in on the joke which is like fun you know i don't know you just feel like in on the yep. joke so it's nice to be included thanks to you feel like you're in on a joke with like cool celebrities yeah you know or like like i, I watch all these podcasts where it's like because like i follow a lot of comedians but then i'll watch their podcasts where you really sort of get to know them mm. and then you end up you end up knowing a lot of these inside jokes that they have with their smaller podcast groups mm. And then I went to see uh, Tom Segura live. And one of the cool things for me being there was when he'd make little references to things from his podcast. Yeah. And only some of the audience would cheer because they were really weird niche things that you would only understand. And he worked them really well into his bit. But like, Mm -hmm. it was just like, that wasn't really supposed to be the funny part, but he would say the thing. 
yeah. slight pause and everybody would freak out and be like, ah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm part of that. Yeah. It's no. like my family. My fam. <laughs> family. Oh, God. Speaking of family, have you seen Hobbs and Shaw yet? Unrelated, but I really want to see it. No, but I really, I really want to see it. A lot of movies I want to see. I heard it's so good. Uh, yeah. Same. Um, but I was listening to How Did This Get Made when they were talking about it, and like, um, they said, like, oh, God. they were like, oh, it's like as if, like, Vin Diesel was like their dad and then he went away for the weekend and the kids just got to like have the sickest party ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my God. I just want to see The Rock do the haka with all the other dudes. <laughs> that looks really awesome. Yeah. Well, I heard the sequences with like the, the Samoan weapons are really cool. Yeah, that was uh, that was a really cool tie-in in the movie. Yeah, it's cool that um, I don't know. I just heard it's crazy. Like they were saying in that episode too, they're like more happens in the first four minutes than like what happens in most of the other movies released this summer. So <laughs> I can't wait to see it. They're like, hey, we're gonna bring you up to speed. Bing, bang, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Basically, I would see it. I want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too. I didn't see that. You did but see whatever. it. No, I want to. I want to too, but like I'm kind of scared about like the only thing that makes me like uneasy about that movie is um, the treatment of the murders, like the Sharon Tate murders and stuff. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's a movie, so no, I know, but like I just, um, I just kind of feel like it sucks that. They're, the murder is, like, so, like, glamorized, but, like, we don't really, like, bring it back to, like, the victims a lot. And it wasn't just her, right? Like, there was, like, so many other people that, like, never even get mentioned. And I don't know. Mm. It's just kind of, like, it's weird because, yeah, I know it's a movie and stuff and, like, it did happen. So, but I, I don't know. Like, to be honest, I didn't really read much about the movie because I didn't want to, like, read too much. I kind of just wanted to go in and, like, see it. But that was something, too, that I was thinking about and I was, like... Uh, that's always the case with these types of movies. It's like you want to be like realistic, but also at the same time, I feel like you want to like be respectful to the victims. Cause it's like, I feel like people like sensationalize like the Manson family a lot, but we forget that real people like suffered so much because of him. And I don't know. It's weird. That's wow. We're really getting far from sticking around right now. Oh man, but I don't know. I mean, listen, these are like pretty short episodes, but yeah, I don't know. It's something to think about with these mm-hmm. movies sometimes when that that cover like real tragedy. I don't know. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I like I'm personally more of the thought like, well, I don't know. I'm sure there are some things that I'd want them to portray them a specific way mm. and be very specific to the way things happen. Yeah. But well, also, when, well, it's just like in my mind, when I think of Tarantino, yeah, I'm like, okay, he's going to, he's going to pick a fucked up topic or make a fucked, fucked up movie. Cause that's what he does. But he's also like, he's, he's a crazy director and he's going to make a, he's going to make a spin on it somehow. And I'm kind of just more curious yeah. to see where he takes things. Well, yeah. And I don't care so much as to how uh, genuine it is or no, true to the real story. But I don't think, I don't think, like, uh, I, don't 
I don't know if it's a question of like being genuine or true. I think it's just like being respectful to the victims. I don't know. Like there was some, there was a lot of other, um, there were a few other movies being made about like um, the Manson family this year. And uh, I was hearing a lot of like criticism. Um, I didn't see any of them, but I think there was one in particular where like Hilary Duff was playing Sharon Tate. And I just heard that it was like super like, really like gratuitous and like over the top and um it's like a slasher film well yeah i don't know and it's like i don't know i don't really i don't know what the right way to like treat something like that is like i don't know it's just interesting yeah, so yeah. i that was just like something that i'm like ooh, like i i hope that that's not gonna be because i know it's you know i know what, it's tarantino though, like, but i don't know yeah what but people love this shit these murders yeah i know and like, but it's kind of those fucked dateline it. murder shows yeah. like they fucking love it i know but it's fucked <laughs> i don't know yeah it's really like just because people love it doesn't mean it's a, it should be i don't know it's weird i like i don't know the answer like no, i'm not gonna is, lie like, like i think regard i think regardless of how respectful <laughs> you are to it it's just gonna like sell like hot cakes well of course and like obviously there's like the it's the 50th anniversary this year too so i mean uh, like yeah, that's yeah. not by accident <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. and, um <laughs> well it's like people who wear uh che guevara shirts and stuff mm. i'm like yeah well you, you don't really there's a lot going on there that you don't understand and you probably shouldn't wear that like okay i get it like you he's painted as like the leader of re of a revolution but like mm. You know, he's responsible for a lot of deaths too, and there's a lot well, of well, there's always two sides to things. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. you know, when I see like <clears throat> white people who like don't understand that, I'm like, well, yeah. You you might as well be wearing a like a Hitler shirt. Well. And just being like, Oh well, uh he was a good painter, so <laughs> like I don't know if it's like exactly at that level, but like I get what you're saying. Well, like, maybe not. Well, you know, yeah. I no, I, I get what you're saying though. Like people like kind of um, glamorize and like they put meaning onto certain symbols and or like figures and people without actually like understanding the full scope of like who they really were and what they really did. And like sometimes that's not the best person or like not the. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> Basically, yeah. is what it comes down Weird to. Still curious to see the movie. We'll see mm -hmm. it. Um, we'll report back what I think. Because um, I know you're all waiting. So thank you for listening to our movie podcast <laughs> within the podcast. Now back to the Toon Time podcast. Yeah, for real, Jesus. Um, yeah, I mean, sticking around. It's really cool. I like this show a lot. I love this show when I was little. I used to like run around being oh, yeah. like, real mature Bradley. All yeah, the time. I remember you saying it to me. Yeah, like as as you would you would always call me out and shit and say that. Yeah, well, you know, it was a it was a good show. It was I really, really liked good. it. And, it's really and it really I all like I said like when we started the episode like whenever I would think about just the word imagination would make me think of sticking around. Yeah, it really stuck with me. I was always <laughs> like, yeah, just go wild with your imagination. Yeah, um, I really like to. I wrote down that, like, the show is, like, pretty inclusive as well. I mean, like, it features, like, I know it's a cartoon and, like, some of the people are, like, weird colored. Like, Principal Coffin is, like, green, but I guess we could, like, consider him to be white, I guess. But there are other characters of color yeah. and, like, 
um, differently like able. Bradley is yeah, and then there's like differently black, able right? characters as well, like Melody. But it's not yeah. like they're only identity. That's what I'm saying. That that like they, that's why they got Dylan there. Oh, Jay, leave Dylan alone. Um, no, but it's just cool that like they're there and they're like living their normal lives. Like, uh, you know, no one's making like a big thing about it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just cool. And I think like a lot of the humor aged really well, which is not always easy. Um, as we've seen time and again, like there was, there wasn't really any jokes. And I, I mean, I guess this is for like pretty young kids but like there weren't really a jokes in either of the episodes that made me go like not sure about that one <laughs> which has been the case in a feel lot like, uh, of the shows that we've done yeah, but yeah yeah yeah, yeah no. i don't know it's good i feel like the only difference was like with mine it's like i feel like they don't punish kids at school anymore <laughs> you know what i mean like the what? the principal comes in and he's all aggressive and he's ready to be mean and put him in detention but like don't they just not do that anymore? I don't know. I think kids still get detention when they need to, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not in schools mm. anymore, so who's to say? But I would feel comfortable showing this TV show to a child. <laughs> like, there's a few. Where I mean, there's... I'd be comfortable showing a child the ripping friends, so I'm not going to Ew, no, I'm you not would rate not. It. <laughs> you would not that i mean i mean we said we weren't gonna talk about that guy anymore well boo no still a, still a good example of uh yeah but i would not show. show that show to a kid for many years. i would show a kid ivana the yukon mm. yeah well okay let, let's let's put it this way i would feel comfortable showing the show to a kid and not feel the need to explain anything to them <laughs> like other shows yeah, I'd be like okay you it. can watch the show but first let's sit down and I'm going to explain to you things about the world that are different now <laughs> like this is why yeah. you can't actually say this anymore you know like or this is why mm. I don't know Jesus but you know like yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is deteriorating let's wrap it yeah. up yeah all right <laughs> So uh, thanks for listening to Stick It Around. What are we doing next? Oh, okay. Rocco's so, Modern Life. Yes, because we have um, a fun idea in store for you guys. So next week we're going to do Rocco's Modern Life, the original cartoon, because now on Netflix there is a special episode. It's like an ex it's like 45 minutes, so I don't know if it's quite a movie, but it's longer than the episodes were it's like kind of a double episode if you will um a mm -hmm. new brand new episode where Rocco is in modern times like truly modern like they're not in the 90s anymore so I think modern life that's gonna be a two-parter um for y'all so get excited about that and in the meantime you can Follow us on social media at Toontime underscore pod, or you can email us at ToontimePod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, anything like that. Hit us up. Hit us up. Just want to say hi. We'll say hi back. Um, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. That does it for today. Yep. Bye. Bye.